remember this. Venice Beach, on my day, rollerblades, just got paid. Sunset colors, fine ass brothers, ain't no clutter, they are left you level. Sophia Eris is a renaissance woman after my own heart. She's a DJ. She's currently on tour with Lizzo. She's an artist in her own right. Perhaps you've heard her new single, Fanny Pack, right here on Vocalo. And she, like me, hosts a morning radio show, but she's up in Minneapolis. Uh, we might need a support group. We'll talk about it in a second. I know. That's like every time it's like, good morning. Doesn't matter what time of the day it is. Good morning. Good morning, always. <laughs> Sophia Eris, welcome to Vocalo. I'm so happy to Hi. talk to you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, when, when you guys pull into Chicago, you're going to be uh, returning to the venue where I first got to, to see you uh, showcase your skills when uh, when you and Lizzo got to got to skip in with your little picnic basket during uh, Batches and Cookies open for uh, Slater Kinney. It gave me my whole entire life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, I guess we haven't been back there since. Man, I'm trying to remember what the venue looks like. It's wild going on tour and like... You can see, like, oh, yeah, I remember this place. And then you're like, wait, when were we here? The conversations that we have, we get into arguments all the time. But, like, no, uh that was that year. Like, no, uh that was, like, last year. Like, what? Either way. It all does throw together <laughs> on the road. It, it really does. does. Could it's you? Crazy. Yeah. I was going to ask if, like, in that moment, on that tour, if you felt like something really big was about to pop off. Because it felt special to us in the audience. I wonder if that translated to you guys on tour. Oh, during Slater Kenny? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was um that was a big deal because of the legends that they were. We were basically coming off of um creating our the one of the girl groups that was when I created Girl Party. Mm-hmm. And and we spelled Girl Party with three Rs. And at the time we spelled it like that because there was three of us. Yeah. Me, her and Mantita and also cuz it made a girl like cuz we knew we were like on a like a rebellious like NWA kick, you mm-hmm. know, like we wanted it to come off hard. And our DJ Shannon Blowtorch um, who actually was a part of the Riot Girl era was like, you guys know this is Riot Girl, right? And we're like, what? What's that? And <laughs> and then she like she just schooled us all on everything that was Riot Girl, which happened to include Slater Kenny, you know, on Bikini Kill and all of those amazing women. Mm-hmm. And um, and then so once <laughs> once Lizzo started touring on her own and we got that offer, we're like, oh my god, about to be a part of like Riot Girl, like this is incredible. It was just a it was a wild circle, but being with those women and knowing what they've been through and what they've and the pioneers that they were and the path that they've created was just an amazing experience. And yeah, that was a big deal to us. And yeah, we did feel something, um, just because they're all feminists, you mm-hmm. know, and we, we had just educated ourselves enough to be like, yeah, we're feminists too. So I think feminism was weird for women of color to accept for a while because there wasn't a lot of people that looked like us in that movement. Yeah, I hear and that. so, yeah. And so once, but then once we, Liz and I really had to educate ourselves about the world, not just what was happening in America. And in the world, women need help in every type of way. So if you're about pro-equality uh, of women in general, then you are a feminist, period. So, um, yeah, being on that tour was a big deal. That was, like, the biggest tour we were on so far. Um, and just, like, Lizzo herself, just watching her every day in the beginning be on the tour that had nothing to do with hip-hop. You know, we always opened up for a lot of alternative bands and seeing her just like master the crowd, regardless of what genre they were into. I just knew we were something special was about to happen. I'm Jill Hopkins. You're listening to Vocalo. Sophia Aris is on tour with Lizzo, and she's on the phone with us right now. 
You guys uh, yeah. do a really good job of representing Minneapolis hard, but that's not where you're from. How did no. uh, how did you come to uh, adopt the city, and how did it come to kind of adopt you back? Yeah, well, I grew up as a military brat, so my mom, I went to 13 schools in my life in general. Oh, so, Yeah, I know. And so um, Ohio, I moved to when I was 12, and I ended up moving away to go to school in Minneapolis for music business when I was 19. Um, and so, and I actually played soccer my whole life. So my first year of college was playing soccer in Ohio at a school called Urbana. But I was three concussions deep, oh, so it wasn't that fun anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> so like, my parents were like, yo, like, we see you're not that happy, and we know you want to pursue this, so we're, we're going to support you in doing that. And I'm so glad they did. And that's honestly why I worked extremely hard, too, because I know I was being supported and backed by my family that didn't necessarily want me to pursue that career in general so Mm -hmm. i worked extra hard and and so but i stayed in minneapolis because it was such a cultivating community artistically um i met the network that i needed and i met amazing artists around me that generally did cultivate me into the person i am today and you know my goal i remember and i also loved purple rain in high school and i was just obsessed with prince and so like that was another reason why i wanted to go to minneapolis because i wanted to like I had this dream of meeting him one day, which I actually ended up got, getting to meet him. Yay! I was so like, I, happy yeah. for you. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh my god, we made it! And, and he he invited us to be on an album, and his and I made. Uh, we were on a track called "Boy Trouble" on the Spectrum Electrum Third Eye Girl album mm-hmm. with Prince on it, and so that was just a dream on its own. I just think about that all the time. Like he's the reason why I moved to Minneapolis, you know, and yeah. he's the reason why you know he's just a big part of like my path in general. So. It just, it, yeah, he, he had a lot to do with it. So I, I say I'm from Ohio, but honestly, Minneapolis is a place that I've lived for the longest I've ever lived anywhere. So I can kind of claim it now in a way. Off the shoulder, we ain't ever getting older. Just cold hot, icy, try me. I got my fanny pack. You're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me on the line, Sophia Aris. Her new single, Fanny Pack, is out and available now. I want to talk about Fanny Pack. It a is fanny pack. such <laughs> a fun song. You know what it's like to have to slog into a, a, a radio studio at the crack of dawn, shake off your cobwebs and like have to be like energetic and smart and whatever at like eight o'clock in the morning. And you, oh and, and this song, it helps me do that. I, I play it in the first hour all the time because it's it's getting the work done of waking people up oh my god that's great <laughs> what stories are are like the collective works of sophia Aris telling us yeah okay well so basically me as a solo artist what i've been doing i guess the last six months i've been working with uh producers laser beak and bionic the mm-hmm. so laser beak is a part of the doomtree collective yeah. he's like has an insane body of work he also did the first little banger like little's first mixtape with laser beak's production yeah. And that's how we met off Batches and Cookies. And so um, fast forward to now, um, him and Bionic, um, who did a lot of girl party stuff with us, we um, he, they, we have been doing licensing together for films. And so um, they both have been giving me different beats and we've both been doing things like separately. And I was like, why don't we just do stuff together? Because uh, we all live like in the same area. Mm-hmm. Um, they live down the street from each other. So it was perfect. So what I would do, the, we had a schedule like twice a week, um, I would leave the station after my shift, go straight to Bionic's house, and we would just have a session. And so Fanny Pack was something that came out from, like, the end of one of our sessions. Like, there was, like, 
there was this extra beat that was left over that we hadn't dealt with yet. We had about a half hour left. And I was like kind of dancing around the studio and just thinking about things that I just bought. I was like, I just got a green couch. And I was like, nah, that ain't it. I, got, I just got that green Italian leather couch that I was really proud of. But And I was like looking at my fanny pack and I was like, I've got my fanny pack. And they're like, boom, that's it. And so I just like, it was basically something, it was a song that, of, it's a collage of things that make me happy. And I talk about Venice Beach, because I was born in California. And I talk about rollerblades. I talk about, you know, like, everyone loving you. All the fly, all the other fellas are fly. They all love you. I talk about, you know, like, Tamagotchis and Giga Pets. I love that back in the day when I was in middle school. And so it's just a, it's a feel-good song to honestly make you happy. Like you said, you could wake up to it. You could have a smile on your face. And it just goes. And so this is just like, you know, my me showing love to the fanny pack. You know, I have so many of them. And they're just like, you know, they can prepare you for whatever you need to do that day. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for making some time for me. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bring it back, sipping on yak and the leg. I got my fanny pack. Sip it up, pack it in, clip the belt on for the way.